from crazy AI tech to breakthroughs in blockchain technology, the foundation for business in the metaverse is being laid right now. And that's what we're getting into today. Welcome back to the Metaverse Podcast. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Metaverse Podcast. I am your co-host, Atlas Theory, here with Archetype. How's it going, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Who's this uh, third guy? Uh, he looks familiar. Yeah, I think he was on that last episode, right? Yeah, I think so. What was his name? You guys <laughs> You guys haven't changed your login passkey. You left the same, so I just joined again. Oh, oh. Ah. It's that whole password one, two, three. I got to change that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Still getting used to all this uh, technology. Yeah. How's it going, <laughs> Chad? How are you doing? Welcome back, my friend. I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks for having me back on Atlas Theory and Archetype. It was fun last time. You're so welcome. I'm, I'm happy to be back. <laughs> It's a yeah, we got Shadow back on the episode again. Uh, you might have remembered him from last episode where we did uh, the AI music composer. And we're having him back again because we've got a very special episode today. We are going to start, though, giving a few examples of a few metaverse businesses that we see that we're excited about. And then we will get into what the three of us have been creating together. And I'm super excited to drop into that. But our type, let's just start. What do we mean in this particular podcast when we're talking about business in the metaverse? Yeah, so we're not talking about businesses that are creating a metaverse, the likes of Meta, Sandbox, Star Atlas. We're talking about businesses that are building inside these 3D spaces. So that's our focus today. I want to give a, an example of some that I've seen. I know you've got some as well. And then, uh, yeah, we want to talk about what we're building. <laughs> Maybe start with you, man. What have you seen that are uh, excites you businesses that are building inside these spaces yeah so i had a hard time choosing between three but i think i got mine i chose this one because it's kind of the intersection of something that's close to my heart which is collecting and then something that the metaverse has to get right which is ownership and these two come together in a beautiful app soon to be released called d reader and i'm super excited for this one have you guys heard about it well, through you, yeah. Um, but maybe uh, give a bit of a breakdown. What is it? Yeah, so I'm going to have to keep it a little service level because I don't know, you know. <laughs> Throw away the key. Um, what D-Reader is, is an app to collect comics plus. And what I mean by that is a creator can come on they can drop comics, they can drop special one-off ones, um, they could drop lore Bibles, which is another thing I'm super excited about. There are so many aspects that they have been building on top of this concept, just like a marketplace for creators. And they say Solana is for storytellers. It's kind of like their slogan. <laughs> it's, I, it's really cool because I think they have the perfect vision for what's next. Because we've been in this like profile picture NFT meta for so long that I think we're like coming into, we've seen hints of it kind of like with the Utes project, 
you know, IP given to creators and more and more projects like moving in that direction. Like, Hey guys, we want more than just our pictures. We want stories attached to this, you know? So just seeing that they're thinking ahead and dropping it, what I think is like the perfect time to drop something like this. I'm just super excited. And I think that they have a great future. Putting it all together, like you said, getting these ideas, seeing what's needed as well. Like that is definitely something that's needed. Like you said, more than just a, a picture, but you've got like an entire comic. You've got all these other, you know, great data, great uh, things that you can have as ownership mm. um, that we're all looking for. Uh, I love that. I love that they're thinking about it. And, you know, it's so broad that it can incorporate so many different projects uh wow man that's that's cool that's one i'm definitely gonna have to check out what's their social presence or what's their website yeah so i know them mostly from twitter so yeah just go check out at d reader app (laughs) 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 at at d reader app is going to be their official twitter and there you'll find a lot of cool graphics kind of explaining what they do some collaborations they already have going on um like for stickers for their logos and stuff with um yeah nft sticker pack just a lot of cool stuff i love it i love the fact that they're jumping in there and they're paying attention like you said archetype about what is it that people need it's like they're building shovels people in, in business use this reference about, you know, if everyone's mining for gold, uh, then the business opportunity is to sell shovels. So they've got a good sense of, of what the market needs, which is a definition of a great business opportunity. And I think they're, they're positioned well. I have always loved that saying, so I'm glad you, you brought that up because that's exactly what they're doing. And I couldn't be more excited. Now, I'm going to pass it over to our type. What's something that you have seen? What's a metaverse business you're excited about? Going off uh, Chowder's comment, I think this is another picks and shovels uh, type of business, which is Ready Player Me. Mm. Yeah, they're they're doing something pretty cool, pretty challenging as well. So their website is readyplayer.me. You can get on there and they're basically creating this building blocks like a place where you can build a metaverse character you don't need to have any 3d modeling skills um, it's basically just creating an avatar and you can select from a bunch of different styles clothing skin tones accessories all that sort of stuff probably something that people are pretty familiar with if they've played any kind of game where they've got a customized avatar mm. but rather than it being locked into that one platform where you might be creating an avatar. This avatar is interoperable. So it can go to different metaverses. And so what they're doing is they're reaching out to these different metaverse spaces, this company, and they're saying, hey, you know, we've got this huge fan base. We've got all these people creating avatars. They want to have their unique avatar inside your game. And they've been pretty successful with having these bigger companies adopt their their avatar platform uh, and, and have it into the game or into the metaverse space, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, I can I can see this being quite big, especially once you have this avatar created, if that could be, like you said, that digital ownership where nobody else can have that combination. So once you have that specific combination, nobody can copy that and that is unique. And that could be a digital collectible, it could be an NFT, could be copyrighted, whatever. I think that's pretty powerful. And at the moment, it's just 
humans and they don't have any sort of unique characters at the moment but i think that they are looking into that so you know you could have you could be a, a dinosaur walking around or um, <laughs> <laughs> a giant banana i don't know uh but the potential there is pretty cool and so that's that's one i'm, I'm definitely keeping an eye on and i'm currently using um oh. for things like spatial and other platforms so yeah damn that's really cool I don't know. I haven't got any comments on that except they, that's really ambitious and I love it. It's like a standard. I love They're it going too, for like a, a yeah, a standard in the in the industry. That's that's a tough push, but if they can pull that off, that's kudos. So what about you Chowder? Like have you seen any uh web3 metaverse companies that have piqued your interest? I got one guys. I but I'll need a I'll need a drum roll for this. All right, we ready? Hit it. We're ready. Wait. Wait, we got this. Wait, Come wait, on. wait. Let's go. I got this. I got this. Ah. Okay, here we go. Ah. Its name is Alchemo. So guys, for those of you who haven't heard the rumors, the whispers, Alchemo is a media production company that the three of us have been building, have formed, and it's focused on building out IP, storytelling, and connecting that with physical real world products. So I'm going to, I'm going to chuck this one over to you, Archetype. I'm excited about this. So yeah, it is a new company, but we say new, we've been building for a little while, uh, probably six months now, since we had the initial conversation of, uh, hey, let's start a Metaverse Web3 business. Oh. Um, and we have, uh, we've had some challenges and we've had some good success and we're ready to uh, come out with one of our first products very soon, oh, which I'm excited for. But yeah, let's let's just run through some of the challenges that we've had so far, and uh, and let's talk about them. Has has it really been six months? Yeah. Damn, that's yep. really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this like this is basically the the dynamics happening behind the scenes with us building this company. This is us squirreling away doing things in air and going let's go let's go come on <laughs> <laughs> sorry with yeah and literally art. it's like every time <laughs> i i apologize I, to answer archetype's question but also respond to chowda my challenge has been 
patience for sure. Like, and I seem like an ass and I know I do too, but it's just like every time another group announces something, I'm just like, son of a, <laughs> we should have been out already. We should have been, you know, we should have done this. We should have done that. All right. <laughs> but more in a way of like getting fired up to try to inspire us to move faster and how I just want to get in the ring and throw some punches. And that time is like right now. Yeah. Very soon. Right. Cue yeah. the motorcon um, <laughs> sound bite. <laughs> Fight. You know, and we all have day jobs and we're all trying to build this like on the side, which is what I was saying before is a challenge. And we're also in different time zones as well. So yeah. Um, hey, that's my know, challenge. A lot of things to overcome there. <laughs> You're stealing my stuff. I, I, so, so oh, guys, I, I'm the I'm the amateur <laughs> podcaster here. They pull me out of the closet when when I'm when they give me a break from coding or you know, dealing with the banks, um, setting up accounts. So, so, so my challenge is definitely the time zone difference. I need something signed, and Aaron's sleeping, or <laughs> that's that's mostly the challenge. <laughs> I, I can't. No, no. Um, the time zone difference. When there's a creative idea, quite often I'll find myself either jumping on the phone to try and see if Archetype is no longer engaged at work, and if he is, he's he's also got you know an actual life to live on top of this, managing two beautiful <laughs> but high energy kids. So, so <laughs> less time zone related there, but then obviously you know, our counterpart, you know our creative storytelling genius atlas theory he's across the other side of the globe so those times where we can communicate and collaborate on some of these ideas it's it's very small there are these small windows so part of the challenge of setting this up it's it's a challenge that a lot more companies are going to have to face as everything goes more global and resources that you want need partners you want to collaborate with are on the other side of the planet. So it's a challenge and I'm excited, you know, we've, we've got some things that are working out like, you know, that is helping us overcome those, but it's, it's, it's been tough. Yeah, it has been a challenge, but at the same time, uh, we've got some pretty cool tools that we can play around with, uh, that has definitely helped. And, uh, I think that those are only going to get better. We'll probably discuss that a little bit later. So towards the end of the episode, I want to you know, give some tools for the listeners that might be thinking about starting a metaverse business. But maybe let's just go through some of the roles that we're playing in this company that is Alchemo. So uh, I'm going to throw it over to you, Chowder. What's your ro- been your role so far with Alchemo? Where do you see yourself? So I see myself as doing a lot of the boring stuff. I, I make sure <laughs> that all the paperwork is in line, that uh, we have some targets to aim at. Even if you guys are giving those targets, I'll be the one to uh, to bring them up again. Uh, Aaron will light the fire underneath them. It's like, well, why is this target there? Can't we do it now? And we'll have that conversation. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that's kind of my role: doing a uh, setting, yeah, signing up um, a whole bunch Chad of stuff. Chad is definitely yeah. the donut. <laughs> Sorry, you go. Chad is definitely the Donatello of the group. He's the nerd. He's the one that uh, <laughs> does all the technical stuff. But you're also the the music composer as well, right? Yeah, you're our, like, uh, you're our audio man. When we when we first uh, talked about building a business, we, the idea was around a set piece of creative work. We hadn't defined it, 
at the time properly. And, you know, the concept was we had a storyteller, we had uh, a graphic designer, both very talented in that, and someone who could at least work their way around an audio clip, which is myself. So that was the excuse. Of course, like you said, I've got a bit of a nerd streak. So I was happy to dive into all the other <laughs> nuts and bolts as well. No, it's definitely appreciated because uh, that business side of things, the um, <clears throat> the back end of it is definitely not <laughs> myself <laughs> or Aaron's strength. So uh, we, we appreciate it a lot. I'm going to pass it over to Atlas Theory, uh, the storyteller, the, the man with the vision behind uh, what we're doing here as far as story and law goes. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a little explanation there, Theory. Well, just piggy, piggybacking off of that, like, thank God we have a chowder because I am such a chaotic mess in my head that we need that organization. We need that back end because I like to jump in front and look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of like do it so um, well well thank you sir. Yeah. no well <laughs> i love writing i love storytelling um in every aspect whether that's on the screen acting it out whether that's kind of a novel form or if that's in comic form so we're exploring these new avenues ways to tell stories and i'm super passionate about the metaverse and the coming digital age so i'm very blessed to be part of this group and I'm very excited for what we're about to release, but I'll hand it over to Archetype now, our, our design genius. Yeah, man, just to comment on, on your role in the company, we've come out with some, some storylines, some ideas around different projects, different products, and just to see you take it and expand it in this whole different level. Um, we sort of had this plot line or story that would go from A to B and you would just snake it around all these twists and turns and um, put so much more complexity to it. Ah, it's just brilliant to see like what we have coming. I am super excited about because it's on par with other stories and different things that we've, that I've seen that are mainstream. So yeah, watch out this, this storyline, this things that we've got coming, uh, are going to be incredible and it's going to hook you in and uh yeah that's all to the genius that is atlas theory can i um, can i also give you a little <laughs> yeah. bit of, of due diligence there as well because i feel like you you might sell yourself short a little bit when we introduce you so like the i agree with absolutely everything you said about what atlas theory has done thank you now hmm. equally and to all you know, to massive heights in the creative design phase, like what uh, archetype, what you've been able to put together. And I'm excited to see some of these little visuals that you guys are going to gonna have popping up in your Twitter feeds soon. They are incredible. And the level of design, like we're having people when, you know, behind the scenes when we're showing this and we're like saying, what do you think about this? Can you give us a little bit of feedback? They're just like, whoa, visually, this is crazy cool. Like we have, we've seen people messing around with tools that you guys are using, but you're doing it at a whole new level. So the level that of professionalism that uh, Archetype you're bringing to this project, and it's it's getting noticed by some key, some really big players in the space behind the scenes, and I can't wait for people to see it. So yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll throw that in your direction now. <laughs> so the design side of things visually, well, this is kind of probably one of the biggest projects that I've got to work on so far. And uh, 
it's nice that I can really sink my teeth in and we've had pretty much like free range as to what that vision and look and feel is, uh, which I'm excited about and everything that I bounce off you two guys, you just love. And so it's probably one of the first times that uh, I can really just be myself from a design point of view and just express, you know, some of the ideas that I want and not have a customer wanting to change things or, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's really freeing and it's, it's really cool to express my creativity in this way. Yeah. And it's such a uh, contrast to my day job. So when I'm at my day job, all I'm thinking about is getting home and really being able to create uh, in my own way, which is cool. So I've really enjoyed this experience and, uh, you know, this could be our day jobs if all things go well. And uh, that's pretty exciting. It's super exciting. I always yeah, want to say one more really thing, kind of building off both what they just said, is you'll never meet a harder worker. I have met one other person in my life that I would say is archetypes equivalent. And they blew <laughs> up on YouTube and became uber successful. So I have no doubt that a huge surge is coming for you as well. Thank you, man. Well, hopefully I won't have to get up at 2.30 every morning. <laughs> <laughs> True. Because <laughs> that's what it takes at the moment. <laughs> like just Let's just pause on that briefly. You heard that time correctly. That was morning, 2.30 in the morning yeah. every day. And he's not joking. <laughs> that's not a big sleep in. <laughs> uh, insane, insane. Uh, Wondering so, if now is a good time to jump into a little bit of the process. I think there's a nice little segue to the tease about tools there, because you mentioned you get home, you like to uh, throw into something that you can be creative in. And you also mentioned briefly, and so this, that's one thing. The second thing is how it's nice to have people who like everything you're throwing at you, uh, at them, which, which is both true, <laughs> but at, at the same time as well, it's, it's, it makes sense we're not going to screw down on on details of the process we're not the experts here we want these creative things to to flow from the person who actually has the talent in the space and if there is strategic directions about the larger scope where we can direct things for sure we might ask questions but the content that you're putting out you know we want to we want to encourage that and that, that that for me makes business sense as much as anything else to not to Maybe kind of to drill it in and anchor it a little bit in the episode a bit more as well. So yeah, tools, segueing quickly into the tools and the process. We mentioned that there's a few things that we're doing differently uh, to what we might have done, let's say, a year ago in storytelling. And well, some of them is, are about, well, they leveraged this opportunity in our minds. We're like, well, there are tools here that we can use. And we could create stories with them. Let's Let's give it a go. Maybe starting with... And I'll throw it back to you, Archetype, just quickly. What are some of these tools that you've got a lot of playtime with lately in the storytelling process, this IP building process that we're doing at Alchemo? Yes. So uh, I'm excited to share these because for the listeners, I really want uh, people to get inspired and to start thinking about, you know, if I was to build a metaverse business, where would I even begin? And I think that it could be off-putting, like, seeing each one of us have a particular skill and saying, oh, well, I need a team of people and uh, I need to have these particular skills. But realistically, like you can start on your own 
and you can start honing your skills uh, with some of these, you know, software or platforms that we've been utilizing. And uh, yeah, some of those, I would say, uh, you don't need particular skills. You just need to get in and learn it. As far as from my side of things, I've really utilized AI a lot in visuals and also just in getting ideas. So two tools in particular, which is ChatGPT and also MidJourney. Uh, and what I've found is, although they will produce some really good stuff and I could just use them in their raw form, having some basic knowledge of design skills and being able to chop and change and put things together, I think is the unique difference to what we're creating. We are, we are utilizing the AI in a way where we can go fast, where we can punch out ideas, where we can you know, speed up that process. But then we're also taking all those elements and we're putting it together in a very carefully crafted sort of recipe that we have that is enabling us to produce really good content, not just spitting it straight out of AI. So yeah, definitely mid-journey and definitely uh, chat GPT. Can I, can I ask a question just on that? What, what does it look like mm. when you say you're using mid-journey? I'm curious about chat GTP, but I'll just home in on mid-journey. What does that process look like for you? Uh, I have some understanding of it, yeah. but I'll let you in your words. What, mm. We load it up. It's an app that sits in Discord. From there, what's your process, I guess? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm a traditional artist, so I could get in there and, you know, illustrate something like a storyline or whatever and i have before in the past but it's taken a bloody long time <laughs> uh, and so what i've been able to do with midjourney is to generate some of these images say for example characters or backgrounds or scenes or uh, elements that i might want to use and get those images and then take them into that next step which would be adobe illustrator adobe photoshop you know adobe after effects and premiere pro like taking them through the process of what elements do I like out of that? What can I use? And then blending them with graphic design, with motion graphics, with all these different other tools that I've been able to learn. And, you know, I am not, <laughs> I'm not a qualified graphic designer. I'm not, I never went to school. I failed art. Like these are just things that I've learned just through YouTube videos and just through playing around. So I think if if you want to learn these things, it's doable. Like I always have this theory that everybody's made up of the same material. <laughs> we all have two hands, two eyes, mouth, nose, brain. Like it doesn't matter who you are, where you're stationed in life, your age, your sex, your gender, any of that prior knowledge, you have the ingredients to learn it. If somebody else can do it, you can do it too. And it's just about putting that time in. So yeah, mid-journey, you're taking that raw elements and then you're putting it through the process. And that can look different for anybody depending on what kind of style or what they want to do with it post-mid-journey. <laughs> I remember when you were first spinning up your initial bits, you would have tabs open of mid-journey images spinning up while you're editing ones on the side or even sometimes uh, while you're doing other activities that weren't even related to creating. You're just like, here's a mid-journey prompt. <laughs> let it spin up and do its thing. I'll do something else in the mid, in the background. Yeah. It's cool. like, um, 
having a little assistant almost, isn't it? You know, you can give it a task and like set it off to the side and then you can go and do something else while you're waiting. That assistant comment is kind of where I guess I'll begin because I also use chat GPT for uh, to help guide my stories. I don't use it for the writing itself, but I use it to generate ideas, also direction. So, you know, just having that aid for me was very helpful. I also did horrible in school. I think there's, you know, a few <laughs> of us out there in the world that like, we're just made to like create you know, and we don't fit into like the normal mode or yeah, model. For me, these assistants being AI are very helpful because I personally struggle with action paralyzation and also hyper focus. So if I'm outside of my hyper focus, I can, I feel like I can restart it again by just asking AI a few questions and it's crazy how much I've been able to create after I started using it. So I'm, I'm super excited to have these tools, but I'll pass over to Chowda. What tools have you been playing around with, man? And, and what are you enjoying? Ooh, like I've been using all of these and that you've mentioned. I've mucked around with a little bit with MidJourney. I have mucked around with ChatGPT4. I've used Quill, uh, Quillbot to rephrase certain sentences. I use... Uh, I've used Ava for some music ideas, which we talked about in our last episode quite a lot. Um, there, this concept of these tools as being an assistant, I would also use the word being a, an expert, a teacher. They might not always be correct hundred percent, but they're often close enough when you have this, whether it's a visual question for mid journey, like what would this look like in this setting? And then it lets you spit you out an image. You know, someone mocking it up quickly to give you that visual representation of the idea. In ChatGPT4, it would be like, what, what is the definition of this? Or how do these two things relate? If you try to do that in the internet with Google or with Bing or with whatever search engine that you use, in the past, it's been very difficult to find that source of information. It's a completely different exercise. You're just like, oh, if only there was someone who was an expert in this whether it be maths, science, business, I could just ask this small little bit that's confusing me so they can move on and get that context. Bam, you can do it. And the amount of roadblocks that that just stops from like taking hold has been insane. Just setting up a yeah. business. Like what's, what's, what is a, a trust fund? What's the difference between a superannuation here? Is there something similar in Norway? You can, that's a Google crawl, you know, like Ooh. half a year ago that you know isn't worth it for the small question but these are things that build that context and that understanding throw it into chat gpt4 you get that base level it might not be 100 percent accurate but it's good enough to get rid of that roadblock and it's it's been amazing yeah i, f I feel like these tools that we have are a go it's a golden era like where we are right now is so pivotal it would be like going back to you know the turn of the century 1900s and just giving somebody <laughs> electricity or a computer or something it's so revolutionary that now's the time to build with these tools now's the time to get in because my biggest fear is getting old 
looking back on this time and saying to my kids, I didn't do anything with this. I had that opportunity and I, I didn't see it or I was too afraid to take that opportunity. And so I feel that what we're doing here, we have the greatest, greatest opportunity and odds of succeeding just with the tools that we have, the creativity that we have, and just the open market that is in front of us. And uh, I, I want to encourage everyone that's listening that you have the same opportunity. And if you have an idea, uh, if you don't know where to take it, reach out to us because we would be more than happy to help. We want to be helpful with these podcasts. We want to hear from our community and we want to uh, know what you're building and, and to give a bit more detail into what we're doing and, and hopefully that can help you as well. So for anyone listening, we are Alchemo and uh, you can get us on Twitter. Our official Twitter page is at Alchemo Labs. Uh, we have a website, alchemo.com. And uh, you can get at us here as well if you've got any questions about building a business in the metaverse. We want to hear from you, so reach out. Maybe we can help in any way. Uh, and where else can they find us, Theory? Oh, yeah. The podcast here at Metaverse Pod, also metaversepodcast.com. Anywhere. If you're watching on YouTube, drop us some comments down below. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. We're always over on Twitter. So <laughs> come talk with us. <laughs> but we'll see you Been guys next lying. time here. Chata again. Thanks for jumping on, uh, talking about Alchemo. Yeah. Thanks for having yeah, me on. you having here, Chata. Mm -hmm. We'll have to do it again. And, uh, and still, <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely have you back on. Uh, I'm sure now that we're uh, starting to launch some some different exciting products. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have you back on to talk about those for sure. So everyone stay tuned. You're going to see more from, from this handsome fella here from the other less handsome <laughs> <laughs> hosts here on the Metaverse <laughs> podcast. And uh, until then, stay versed. Stay versed. <laughs>